Three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the Movie Vault. My name is Benjamin Stanhope. And I'm today, Zachary Leewald. Well, Zachary, could you just wait a second? Yeah, I'm sorry. Today, I would like to invite you for a delightful evening of rhetoric, intellectual ascension, and conversation. Now, I would like to introduce my co-host, Zachary Leewald. Zachary? Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited for this rhetoric. Yeah. I I, okay, I was just, I was just saying words. Um, yeah, what we're really here to do is talk about the sickest movie of all time, <laughs> the coolest movie of all time. And that would be, of course, National Treasure. It was awesome. I mean, honestly, after watching the Oscars, this is the movie that came to mind. Yeah, I mean, this the fact that this movie didn't win an Oscar is probably the biggest snub in Oscar history. I mean, it did, I don't even think it got nominated. That's and that's how egregious this is. Sean Bean. Yeah. What? What has what? What uh, besides Lord of the Rings, which we recently covered? Oh, he was in Game of Thrones. He just has that. He is beheaded in both of those, isn't he? Uh, well, he's not beheaded, beheaded in Lord of the Rings, but he does die. He gets shot like by arrows. Oh, he's beheaded in another show. I can't remember. Yeah, because I remember someone making that that noticing that he dies in most things that he's in. Does he die in this? Um, does yeah he does doesn't See? he? Yeah, he does die. He always dies at the end uh, with the uh, the the big room that they find and they okay so spoiler first of all they do find the treasure all right we got that out of the way um they really really want to make you think that there is no treasure and that the whole thing was waste but there is um and and then also i'm just thinking like if there was no treasure then to me that movie is I don't know, because this does happen where movies will promise something like that, and it'll just be like, oh, it's in your heart, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is a dumb movie ending. Like, let's see the treasure, all right? Yeah, I want, like, a f- physical gold or something yeah. like that. I don't want, yeah. it was it was within you all along, this Dis- <laughs> yeah. the Disney. The, the real treasure is the friends we made along the way, oh right, gosh. Zach? I hate stuff like that. <laughs> no, I really, like, genuinely, I detest it. It's just, it's... um. I don't understand it, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I haven't figured out myself, the treasure within myself. But people love this movie. 46% on Rotten Tomatoes, 75% on uh, Just Watch. <laughs> I'm <laughs> guessing if I, I – I, I don't know for sure, but I would think that the uh, the audience score for this movie is it would be higher than the critic score. Because it's Nick Cage? Or no, because just because of the, of the style of movie it is. Like this is not a critic's movie, you know? Okay. That, you know what I mean? It's just like this is just some good, good solid fun. It's not like I'm trying to make. Yeah, see the audience score seventy six. Seventy six. Yeah, mm. like people just want to have. Uh, yeah, it says the critic consensus is National Treasure is no treasure, but it's a fun ride for those who can forgive its highly improbable plot. Which that's kind of a pet peeve of mine. If people are like, "Well, the plot's not realistic," well, yeah, of course it's not realistic. We're watching a movie here, like there's not too many movies that have realistic plots. I mean, the one movie that we watched at the start of the year, the Jim Jarmusch one, where they go on vacation to Florida, that one maybe has a realistic plot. What but, is that? You know, we, it was uh, like, it wasn't down by law. No, we, I watched it with you. You watched it. It was black and white. It was about bums. Oh, oh, stranger than paradise. Same stranger than paradise. See, that's a realistic movie. Sure. It's also kind of boring. Sure. If you that, which is why people don't typically make movies that are like normal. It was really. I mean, good, though. it was kind of yeah. It was really good. It was kind of weird. Still, like I mean, I guess it's not normal in the sense, but you could believe that it would be normal if you lived like the lifestyle that the people in the movie lived. Hmm. But 
but this is definitely not normal i mean there's not teams of competing treasure hunters in the world that i know of like that would probably not happen and there's and nobody would be able to steal do you think there's a conspiracy like this something like that's real i mean the knights templar is something that's like a real like like pretty old conspiracy theory like like people say jfk started the conspiracy theories but like the knights templar might have because it like they trace it back really far like it might even go people past. say jfk started conspiracy theories but, i mean for, well maybe that's like the modern age oh. like a lot of conspiracy theories stem from what happened with jfk like they they have links back so like, what's your stance on jfk like i really haven't researched it enough i haven't gone down that route what's your hole. stance on all I, this? now some people say it was a coup right so that's kind of an interesting idea I don't it's some of the things just seem like they're too hard to like stay hidden you know like how would you be able to hide this coup for so long without anybody blowing the whistle but maybe people have blown the whistle and people just don't believe them I don't know do you think it's like Alex Jones on Tim Dillon talking about how the people who incited the riot were not the proud boys but rather this other guy that nobody's ever heard of who said that yes I testify to the court and swear on the Bible that I started this riot. Do you think it's like that kind of conspiracy theory or it's unfounded? I think it's somewhere in the middle of You think JFK, two. there's serious stuff to it? I think, well, there's something going on there. What, what's your stance there's, on the Abe Lincoln okay, assassination? My, my, my stance on the JFK assassination is this. There's, there, somebody doesn't assassinate a high-profile picture and then get randomly murdered by somebody else without there being something to cover up jeffrey epstein so and that's what happened i mean here lee harvey oswald he could have been a a lone wolf but then like why would somebody have killed him unless there's like a second lone wolf but it just gets it's very i mean it's at least very suspicious the the abraham lincoln one i've read a book about that i i I won't even say what book it is because i don't even really know whether it was like that accurate of a book but uh, I do think like John Wilkes Booth was just kind of like crazy, and that's usually typically what most of the people who assassinated presidents have been. Is was just JFK like, Lee Harvey Oswald, or was that someone else? No, it was Lee Harvey okay. Oswald, I believe. No, you have to remember Ronald Reagan. He got uh, there was an attempted assassination on him, yeah, and his somehow links back to somebody who had an obsession with Jodie Foster, okay, uh, who's the actress from ta- yeah. Taxi Driver, yeah, and. I can't remember whether he was trying to impress her or what was going on there. It was really weird. Um, what do you think the government's hiding? <laughs> I have no idea. What do you think is know. their biggest, like the biggest secret that they have? Um, it's got to be big. Yeah, I guess you're right. Do you think I, there are dragons? Hidden I don't know. I, I would think that most of the big secrets would be like the Area 51 stuff. Like you always hear about like, oh, we discovered something, but it's like hidden in like a secret cave in nevada somewhere you think it's area 51 i don't i don't know i well if they if it were something hidden like you say like if they have dragons like the dragons would be in area 51. i think it's advertisement i think they have subliminal messaging and they're trying to lead us into a certain mindset but see i don't know that's all the government i think it's i think it's all the government in big tech big pharma no 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 that ever okay so what what happens is, so you have like the, your lobbyists, right? Those are corporations. Yes. So they're the ones who like 
support the politicians the politicians are the one who makes the decisions so the money comes from the big corporations and then we're over here we vote for the politicians but then we also support the companies by buying their products right so it's kind of like a triangular thing uh but so I, my current theory is that the u.s is more of an oligarchy than it is a democracy because like the the big corporations have a lot of power because they hold a lot of sway over the people in office the decisions that they can make because the money that they have to try to convince people to vote them in comes from the companies and then we just support the companies because we need to live i like it like that though so i don't know i mean i don't know like they try to make antitrust laws and stuff but i don't know whether any of it actually works because like they still need this to survive especially since they're the ones making the antitrust laws too right so then they get to i mean you could say like something like the postal service is a monopoly but since it's the government that you're allowed to have it or just give a scapegoat like twitter or something yeah it's like this is the bad company let's put all the laws on that so we're we're fine like yeah. google or microsoft exactly yeah you can single out you can decide who to single out you can decide who to like make big laws and now like the thing is the news happens so fast it's like hard to even keep up with it because like we we've had these like banks start to go out yes yeah, um that. and i don't even really understand exactly what's going on there i just know it's like big whatever it is um something to do with like a bank that was like primarily for startups and then and then it defaulted and then some other banks were defaulting as a reaction somebody some congressperson I watched try, tried to explain what was going on. And then we got the debt ceiling. Like we got to either have to raise the debt ceiling or we're going to default on our debts and that'll put us in a recession. But like the debt ceiling is a weird concept because if like, if you just keep raising the debt ceiling, like what is it actually like? Well, the debt ceiling influences the, the three different interest rates that the fed has the control over. Right. Which is what would dip everything into a recession. Right. Not, if, no, I don't think it would. None of the, and I'm just, I'm just saying. Well, this. if they actually defaulted on the debts, I think they'll raise the debt ceiling before they default on the debts. I don't think we're going into a recession. I, that's my view. I'm sorry. I'm, I just don't think it's even. We're even close. I think we're fine. None of the none of the Ohio State economy professors think so either. So yeah, there's at least some which means we'll probably go into a recession. Probably they're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, during I mean, I don't know that we have a big bubble. I mean, the last recession we went into was because of a bubble. So I don't know that that exists. Have you ever watched The Big Short? No. Nope. That's a fascinating movie. It's about the housing bubble. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, my <laughs> economy professor said watch The Big Short. <laughs> and there's a song by Passion Pit. Uh, really? It's about the 2008 crisis. Interesting. And yeah. Tim Dillon sold mortgages. <laughs> sold bad fraudulent mortgages. Did he? Yeah. That I was his whole, subprime mortgages. Before the housing crisis, I didn't know that. That was like he, his real. But job. he also bought into it. Uh, okay. So he 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 bought Pulled a house. Himself. That's how he that's how he ended up. So he didn't know he was doing it. No, not well. Yeah, he kind of bought into it. At and at this point, he was addicted to drugs too. So that's but that's the thing. They were have their people. Drug addicts were just working for these shady companies, like selling people mortgages who couldn't afford them. It's crazy. Hmm. And people just thought it was going to work, <laughs> and that nothing bad was going to happen except for one guy, or a couple of people. I don't know. So if the government incited the capital riot, then is that to cut? What, what do you think that's trying to cover up? Or do you think it's trying to point a bad light on a certain group of people? I think if that happened, it would have to be they were trying to plant a bad light on a certain t group of people. I don't know. I feel like we're getting into murky territory. But my view 
of of the riot is that it was like a combination of like um (coughs) like like i don't know whether we'll (laughs) ever be able to like i don't want to say that there were people who were inciting the riot who weren't who had some like but isn't that what these courts are i mean it's saying? it's kind of what it's uncovering so it's leaning in that direction that there are people like who are in the middle of it like who are informants right but no aren't there people like saying that i incited the capital riot now i mean i don't know i haven't like okay. i haven't like listened to these people so okay. I, that's why i'm trying to be careful exactly what i say because i don't want to like say something that okay. i don't know whether it's true or not it's i can not see you, how it would happen cool. i think there were people who were like part of this group who like got swept up and everything and are like like genuinely did things that were wrong and maybe should have like not put themselves in the position that they did or like not went inside our capital yeah, building yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah like <laughs> i don't well, know I'm just i mean even if there's people like leading you around like the, i mean that that is the one of video of like the the guy being like walked around by the police i mean you could say like yeah they broke in so they were trying to like keep everyone safe i guess by like getting this guy's demand i don't know i like i don't know how you're supposed to deal with any of these things because like it could have gone the other way and they could have like like shot the people that were trying to like go into the capitol building didn't they have like the right to i mean or i don't know theoretically because they do if they go in the white house yeah i i would think i would think that they would have the right to i remember i went to the white house in middle school and there was this really annoying girl in my class and i won't say her name but her mother was there this is gonna really single it out. And she climbed on the fence to like see, oh like, oh let's go look at the White House. She climbed on the fence and the sniper guy was like, Get off the fence and she was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And she thought she's like gonna get shot. I mean, that's just that's the whole story, but it just that's it traumatized crazy. me thinking like, wow. They would actually shoot like a, a little kid. No, it was her mom. It was her mom? Yeah, that's okay, that's well, the worst part, is like she thought it was fine. Yeah, I just I can't. I don't. I don't even understand that. Wow. How yeah. Did you, how did your mom die? <laughs> she was sniped by the White House. <laughs> that would be. That would be a cool story. That would be cool, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. No, goodness. I'm just curious because I. I mean, I think I. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but there's got to be like out of all the conspiracies, there's got to be one that's true. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, maybe it's just people are searching too much. I think the more that you combine together, the less likely you are to find the some the one that's actually true though because you're like your odds of like having everything correct are just like so low that's i think it's sort of an odd thing but there's got to be some i mean there's probably some sort of thing that's like a conspiracy it's just it, it would maybe not be in the way that you would think or like it seems to be the way i don't know does that make sense yeah like but that's, like that's, there's just some truth there's some there's there's lies out there that we don't know are lies and there's truths out there that we don't know about but like because of the lies it's like how do you how do you get to the truth like as an individual person it seems like it'd be pretty that is true like i even think about like me as a registered voter like how am i supposed to make informed decisions if i don't really know everything you know yeah like i i don't know what this one person, guy or girl, is going to do in the future. No. You know, she could be saying these things. And the whole thing is it. set up like pretty much everyone has to. I don't I don't know that there is a politician who's like actually genuine because they can't be, like. 
they they are forced to promise things that they would they can never actually keep the promises on because they don't actually have the power to do the things that they say they're gonna do as yeah. as their individual position because it's like a group effort. But I guess maybe they have the power in terms of like if you vote them in, there'll be more of their group of people in to like eventually make decisions. Did you think that we would legit have a wall between us and Mexico? Did you? I'm just curious if you thought that I don't would happen. Know. I thought it would happen. I don't know that that was like my biggest like concern. I was like, oh, that might happen. I don't know. No, I'm just curious if you thought it would like legit happen. I don't if, think if I thought it would it. happen. I thought it was going to be go be like. I too, thought he would. Much, I thought he would tape. start it, and then either if he won, could finish it, and if he lost, then they would d- like tear it down. But they didn't really do anything on it. Democrat. Yeah, pretty much it has switched back and forth. I don't know what this upcoming election will be like. It really depends on who the person running as the Republican is because they could potentially have some pretty weak candidates. Do you think that it'll be as charged? I think the primaries are going to be insane. Really? <laughs> yeah, the, the like Republican primaries, like they're already shaping up to, because we got, you got DeSantis who is like basically formed his whole identity behind being like the next Trump, but like Trump is still wants to run. So now they're running against each other. So now Trump's having to throw this guy into the bus. So you think the Democrats will? I don't know. It's just it's hard to tell when there's infighting and the party's not very unified. I think that's the one thing that <laughs> that Democrats are good at is they are really good at getting party unity. And the Republicans is like basically kind of split into two parties at this point. And like one party is like sort of the like the old guard of like, I don't know. Like they just kind of do the same thing that Republicans have always done, and then there's like the new group, which is like new. Donald Trump's like what seventy six. Oh my gosh. Or he's like old, but but they're like sort of the um the fiery like anti-establishment people who there has always been like they used to be like the Tea Party. So there's always been this like <laughs> it's just the Tea Party with yeah, a different, different with a outfit. different name. Yeah. And, and uh, I don't know. I mean, some of the, so the, the thing is like the people over here, they sound like, like a lot of times they don't sound very intelligent. So like that turns a lot of people off. And then the old guard is like, they can sound more intelligent, but they also, f- it feels like they have no, like, like the, it's, they have a shakier, like the ground of like, what are they actually trying to do? Like, I don't know. They're like the cloggers. They do just clog things up. Do you think we'll have more riots? I hope not. <laughs> but, I mean, do you think? I mean, potentially, yeah, but. Do you think it'll be? Like, I don't think maybe like that. I don't You don't, don't think it'll be like the last election? I mean, will we have more riots in this country over something? Yes. I mean, specifically this next election, do you think it will have as many riots inside it as the last one? I mean, it depends on what happens. Okay. That's my final answer. Okay. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I could see it happening. I don't think. I think I'd be like a little naive to say that there wouldn't be riots if things went certain ways. I don't think there would be as many. I yeah. I, I tend to lean that way though. I feel like people would like when you got people like like Alex Jones saying like, "Hey, we need to calm down" and like. Yeah, like, at, that's when you know it's like capital riot yeah. that like people will probably actually do like hopefully like figure out different ways to 
<laughs> display there. I mean, people, nobody probably went to that thinking that I would get to that level. I always thought that we would have less at this one because it's not just, I feel like it. people kind of put their faith in two areas, Biden or Trump, obviously. Yeah. Every, you know, that's an obvious statement. But now, like you said, there are multiple, like the Republican Party is very split. Well, I'd say the Democratic Party split, but they still unify <clears throat> at the end of the against day. Against Trump. Yeah, against Trump. So, exactly. Yeah. So when Trump isn't the most major voice, then what happens? I think I, mean, they, I think the more split they are, the less political tension, yeah. maybe. Because if you really, like, like uh, listen to, like, what's, like, on the left, what people are saying, like, there's a lot of people who are very unhappy with Biden and, like, in terms of like the things they value, like Biden just signed into effect something. There was like this thing called the Willow Project that was like uh, had something to do with like getting oil from Alaska that like a lot of like people on the left were upset about because of it, the environmental consequences. And uh, Biden signed that into law, so people were like upset about it. But like they're still going to unify if Trump is the person that they're running against. You get someone like Andrew Yang, who's like sort of a uh, like left leaning but like probably has some economically conservative values that that could be somebody who's kind of interesting but then you got the people who are like really like like no like the democrats are just like sort of like uh like a not as bad evil we really just need to blow this whole thing up and like go into a full-on like socialist uh i wouldn't even say revolution but i don't know what i don't know what the end goal for like the socialism movement is whether it's like they want it to be like a slowly sort of administered in like i i think like people have seen how like the like revolutions have gone for the most part and like i don't think anybody's calling for a revolution in the u.s because that would be just too much of a disruption of comfort to be quite honest but then there's a lot of things that like capitalism brings people that like like ideologically they might be against but like i would be curious to see whether they would be as willing to give them up like as they say they are right now you know what i mean like like because the people who are uh who would have influence in order to push things to a more socialist level are also living at the benefit of some of the things that capitalism has brought right yeah that's that that's the thing that i think is kind of interesting because because like ideologically you can be say that you're more socialist but you're like still living like in your actions you're still living like no the like, only way that you're living as a socialist is it is if you're oppressed yes exactly so but like that, that's why you don't but like in order to move really the know. needle i mean i guess marx wouldn't agree with this but like in order to move the needle you need to bring in the people who are not in the lowest economic class yeah like to but like but like it doesn't seem like there's going to be at the, that many people actually willing to move down economic classes, right? Yeah. If, so, if you want socialism, then you want oppression. Seriously. So. Yeah. And I, I, mean, I don't know. I'm against authoritarianism too. So I, I think you can get to authoritarianism both ways. But um, yeah. And anytime you try to search for something that's like a complete utopian ideal, I mean, it comes to this whole thing where it's like, you you believe like the system's the problem if we just got everybody in the right system that would fix all of the problems but i don't think that's ever proven to be the case like show me a system that's been like really great i mean 
I mean, yeah, we think we have it bad here, but it's great here. Yeah. It's very great here. Most people in socialist countries wish that they could have their countries like this. Yeah. Even though we complain all the time. It is great here. There's terrible things that go on. We know, we see that every day. I mean, our generation see, sees that and we're parts of it. Sometimes we're the problem. But yeah. Yeah. Other and I places. think I think like the counter argument would be that like like the socialist countries don't actually exist they're just like authoritarian countries that use socialism as a front which is true but then that like the whole argument is that like can you actually achieve socialism without there being like this element of authoritarianism and then it's like nobody's actually gonna shed all the revolutions have happened the authoritarian like the authoritarianism will never go away once you introduce it all the revolutions have turned into authoritarian governments totalitarian even yeah totalitarian yeah so. Which is why it's interesting, like, Orwell was a socialist, but, like, he wrote all these books, like, that were, well, not all of like, two books that were, like, anti-totalitarianism, but, like, I mean, I don't know, that's kind of, it's kind of how it turned out, but we'll see. There's a lot of things to monitor in terms of, like, I don't know, like, depending on how things go, there could be a counter-reaction. <laughs> it's, you can never rule that out. We just need, we just need... A reset button in this country restart as pioneers so we all have to work together we get rid of all of our technology so we, we're primitive we're an anarcho primitive not anarcho no no just we like start from the mayflower or whatever history we don't actually know whatever well we could actually do that by going to mars which elon musk is giving us the we'll be dead to do. we need to do this now is that that's too, yeah, but that's too long. i mean but there's nowhere to go like no, 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 we just get rid of all our technology, burn down all the houses. I mean, that might happen if somebody ever, uh, e- what is it, the electron? The EMP? EMP. Like if any anybody EMPs us. But like, we don't even want the buildings. I'm saying we restart, we reforest the entire country. So it's like Hunger Games, just like, kind of, not really like Hunger Games. I just watched Hunger Games, so I just made a random comparison. <laughs> it could be like, I mean, it could end up like Hunger Games with this many people. We get rid of the hospitals, take away all medications, anybody, all wheelchairs is gone. Anybody on I mean, they just truly just make things more complicated, right? No. <laughs> it no, makes the, te- sim- the technology. Oh, yes. Yes. We start from scratch. Then we have to, like, rediscover. It's like when you build a Minecraft world and you, like, get all these amazing things. And then you, like, get bored and you start infighting, right? Yeah. And you're like, okay, well... Should we grow wheat or should we grow something else? Potatoes. And then you like start fighting and make these political arguments against each other. But if you just restarted and made a new world, your problems are now we need a house. We need food. We're hungry. We're about to die. There's yeah. a creeper. When you beat the game, it's not as fun. Do you do you still play games when you beat them? No. Exactly. I think like we as beat soon the as game. You get really really good at a game, you get bored of it and you stop playing. Yeah, and so we beat the. That's what you're saying. Like we beat the game. Now we're just infighting. Yeah, but when you beat the game, I don't mean you get all the achievements. There are still achievements to get, but nobody gets all the. But achievements. you beat. Yeah, you beat like the main part of. Exactly, the game. you beat story mode, adventure mode. So basically, you're saying like, let's just like instead of being like, oh, we'll wait for a disaster to happen and then we'll go to the dark ages. Like just like say oh, we're just gonna go to the dark ages. We're gonna jumpstart like history because that did happen. Like like. We typically think of everything progressing forward, 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 forward. But like when the Roman Empire fell, things went backwards for yeah. a while. That's what I'm saying. We need we need that to happen again, and it might it might be coming. I mean, that might ha- yeah, it might be like a uh, a thing that happens like outside of our control. Quickest way that happens: nuclear war. Yeah, 
That's which, where we start from scratch. I mean, is that even that? I mean, it doesn't seem like, man, I, I just said a whole lot of nothing. I, but that does seem like <laughs> a possibility. I don't think it'll happen. But, like, it, it's the eternal st- I mean, that really just changed how war functioned True. fundamentally. It's like cheat Which codes. is probably good because uh, pr- I would guess maybe less people have died. Well, okay. That's that's sort of a loaded statement. Since the advent of the nuclear bomb, now it's like you don't have to, like, send giant armies against because you can just threaten, like, oh, I'm in a nuclear country. I'm More in a Cold nuclear Wars, country. Maybe. Yeah, so, like, maybe the amount of people that get sent over to, like, fight wars is less. Not that there's not still people that die, mm-hmm. but that's an interesting aspect like did something maybe we'll find out when oppenheimer comes out but did something that was so destructive and killed so many people and it's still sort of a controversial like like thing that happened like did that actually like save people's lives in the long run i don't know that morally still gives i mean kind of like thanos yeah yeah you know nobody really like talks about harry truman you know harry truman was the one who was like i'm gonna drop this bomb yeah i mean that was a gutsy move but like, he, I went to his like house or his presidential house in Kansas City, and I—that's the first time that I thought about like, wow, this guy was like, I'm gonna drop a nuclear bomb. Like, I'm taking responsibility for the fact that I'm gonna kill like eighty thousand people, like, yeah, like that. And and like the justification for that is that more people would have died during the war. But then on the other hand, all these people are like innocent citizens that are just caught up in the middle of. Like they didn't had no control. They they didn't have any control that their country went to war. Like some of them might have been pro war, but some of them might have been anti war. But that doesn't matter. They all died. So um, I don't know. And you visited his house. I did. It made me think about that ever since. Because like obviously like you know in America as much as like we s- criticize our own nation, there's still like a level of like we're gonna be like pro American to some degree, and just be like yeah. We should have done that but like i guess you do you do have to pull back the curtain and be like was that a good decision i don't know um but but ultimately i would have no control over the decision it's the decision that happened so i guess you have to move on mm. harry truman's dead now yeah can't ask him about it we could ask his son but the thing is fdr he was president for like 12 years and harry truman is still the one that made the biggest decision and nobody talks about it I don't know why I'm just like thinking about this right now. Yeah. Now, nuclear war sounds scary, but I don't think we should be worried. No. I mean, they're less scary now. <laughs> well, who is it that was saying, like, I think this might have been Tim Dillon still, who was like, they're trying to get us, like, they were, like, writing, like, New York Times articles about, like, what nuclear war would be right, like, and it was like, it's not as bad as it used to be. Like, they're just, like, small bombs. Like, you'll be <laughs> fine. Like, they were trying to, like, like, the way that the the oh, yeah. Ukraine war has been going that where where which is, is an interesting movement to identify just because the the pro war side is coming from the left which traditionally has been the anti war side so it's like everything's flipping i don't understand um well i mean you can understand some like political reasons why that would be the case but like uh it's just interesting to see the this like sort of shift in like positions there like like so there's there's more political motivations than just like one party can be more likely to like like one type of war and another party could be more likely to like another type of war based on their political affiliations very interesting 
And all of this has a lot to do with national treasure. Who'd you, who would you go to war with? Right now? I Well, I've always been more of the, like... <sighs> war is complicated because currently in our country, I believe we have to be at war in order for our economy to be stable. Is that true? Would you agree with that? I'm not 100% sure. But I'm not 100% like sure, but it seems like there's a lot of evidence that... So, like, that makes it difficult. But I guess in an ideal world where that wasn't the case, we wouldn't be at war with anyone because there's no real like direct threat the only people who are like kind of directly threatening is china i guess not russia i mean russia see all of it's like political maneuvering like but not russia i mean i don't i don't i'm i'm not really sure what what russia's actual like they're against nato and i guess we're part of nato so does that mean they're against us I mean, I, th- I feel like they're pretty straightforwardly against the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Chi- they're just, it's in different ways. So and, and typically one party's been strong against one country and another party's been strong against another country. And now they're kind of like morphing to be strong against both. We got the big three, I think, that are the U.S.'s main enemies. Yeah. It would be China, Russia. And terror. <laughs> Remember the war on terror? Yeah. Throw on terrorism. Did we win that war? I don't know. Is terror still around? <laughs> no, we lost then. Yeah. North Korea, though. Oh, yeah, North Korea. Yeah, you're right. Those are the, the anti-American countries. There are more. <clears throat> like I think Russia's, Russia's history is very interesting because of how much it influences like their decision-making. Like, I think from the Western view, we just, like, like people can't understand what Russia's doing. But, like, based on the history of Russia, like, like Putin is essentially, like, I have to do this. It's not like a, it's not like a, I want to do this. In his mind, it's, I have to do this. Like Thanos. So that is, yeah, a, a difficult spot for the rest of the world to be in. If they would just go along with what everything the West wanted, but f- but since we've been sort of positioned against each other, and that hasn't really changed since the fall of the USSR, like that's not going to happen. I mean, we we probably could theoretically achieve a a end goal that was beneficial mutually for Russia and the West, or in, and for China and the well, China might be more difficult. I don't know why I think Russia would be easier to. Maybe I I could foresee. You think Putin's more reasonable? I don't know if there's more reasonable. Well, the, the parties just seem so different. Like, China has a lot of, like, wealth. Russia seems like they have less wealth. Is that an accurate statement? I have no idea. All of this is... I'm I'm been talking this whole podcast like I know things. Like, a lot of this is just based on perception. So, like... I don't know. I feel like, like Putin would still be obstinate snippet. against He would US. be obstinate. And because he has so much control, it probably would be difficult. And but I'm him. just saying, like, in a theory, you could make... You could come to things right and come to agreements that were actually beneficial for all sides could you maybe you couldn't maybe it is like i think absolutely not no yeah like one side has to win and one side has. i think ideologically absolutely well ideologically no but i'm i'm saying that and nobody's going to compromise no what i'm saying is that if somehow you shifted ideologically them from like a russian centric view to a to a like western centric view you could come to things like trade agreements and stuff that were actually reasonable but like 
You're saying make that Russia because democratic? They're posi- because they're positioned against each other ideologically, like you're saying, that will never happen. Yeah. yeah. Unless they became a So it's only quote like unquote, in fantasy land that I'm like saying. I don't even know that them being a democracy would be enough because like it would take a wholesale change in how – and people are prideful, right? Like – like in order to if the become few, a democracy, they would have to like give up, like say we were wrong, essentially. If the few are in charge, then there's more pride to be had. Yeah. If there are more, more leaders, not just one, not just a few, if there are many in charge, then it's less about pride and more about trade strategies, I'd say. Yeah. So, so like it seems like there's a pride aspect. I don't know, but Russia's the thing about some of the countries like German Germany obviously has a jaded history. But they assimilated back into, like, Western culture, I guess, because, like, they had more, I mean, they are Western European, like, they have more history with being involved in the Western countries, whereas Russia's never really been, they've always been, like, separated historically. What if I was just born in North Korea? I just didn't know anything about the world. I mean, you wouldn't. That'd be crazy. Like not no, maybe their technologies are great, maybe not. I don't. You know. might. I mean, genuinely, you. I I think you. They would definitely be in a position that you might think North Korea was the entire world. Do you Most, think people are happy there? I think that, that is potential that some people are happy. Do you think the majority of people are happy? No. Okay. Because I think it's hard to it's hard to be happy. In but the what sense if that's all they that know? You define it as if you're like starving. Sometimes if you don't know that cookies exist, then you're not jealous for. I mean, I mean, I think that is true. Like maybe people like you've been hungry your whole life, but you don't know that you can't not be that way. Like, would you even know? Exactly. I mean, I think some things like biologically, you could kind of like be like, well, I could eat more. Food. I mean, like. Are they starved? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I don't think we know. I mean, like freedom wise, like they don't. No, par- freedom wise, they might. Par- but like, do they not dead. know? Like, I mean, they're probably celebrating. Are they his, just like, like Kim Jong Un's birthday? But and are they like, happy, happy about, about that? Probably. Do you think they actually worship him? Some of them do. I would. I. I'm going to go out they do it out of fear? Do you do. think do the people do it out of fear? Like they know the government's bad and that the rest of the world isn't like that? I would think that maybe they would have an inkling that there are some things that are bad within the government. Not. Then I would think that maybe there's some people who know that there's something outside and that things are off, but there's probably people who don't know that. Do you think there's like infighting? Like, don't talk about it. Probably, yeah. Okay. Because that's how it is. That's, I mean, I mean, it's all speculation. Like, it could be like most people know that it's all a game and that they just have to live that way out of fear, or it could be that like a majority of people are completely duped and have no idea yeah. so i i mean it has been pretty like set apart from the rest of the world for a while mm-hmm. now so it's potential that there's like a generation of people who like really don't know and it's scary because that is socialism's meaner older brother so that's yeah it, it gets it gets in that territory it opens the doors for those yeah oppression comes in those forms but yeah i just wondered like i know we always say we're lucky whatever blessed to be born here but I wonder, like, I bet you could be you could be happy there. Yeah, I mean, you could be happy another place. I think the difference is like if you're born, raised in a certain place, and then you're like, boop, lost somewhere else. You wouldn't be as satisfied because your like whole framework of like how things are supposed to go would be like all off. Even if you went to another country that was like relatively wealthy, you might be like, 
do you I think, don't like this. Do you think Dubaians come here and are like, oh my goodness, this is disgusting. This no, country is so no, poor. No, because I think that Dubai is like kind of a sham and that there's like a you whole think? underbelly of it that's like disgusting. But the good parts of Dubai, though? Maybe. But they have to know that like... They have drones that control the weather. That like the wealth here is like more established than it is in Dubai. Okay. Although they do have a lot of wealth because they have a lot of oil, so... I mean, they do might you think the Saudi royal family comes over here and says, wow, this place is so No, poor. they probably don't like it over here. Cause, uh, although I didn't think about the religious aspect. They come over here and be like, every, although from what I hear about the Saudi royal family in Dubai, it's mostly things that are like morally bankrupt things going on. Like well, I, yeah, everybody knows. Yeah. So it's like don't say it I don't want be, them to come after us. It would be it would be hypocritical of them to come <laughs> to the U.S. and be like, it's a problem here. Although they pro- they might say that because like we all know what they're doing over in their land where they have all the power in the world. What do you think the Saudi royal prince is doing right now? <sighs> what do you think he does in a day? What the time thing does is, he wake up? Do you up? think he's gotten to the point? Do you think some of them? I, and there's more than one, right? I don't. There's know. like multiple people in the royal family. Do you think some of them have got to the point where they they've done so much, like that they're like because they're the richest people in the world, like potentially. We don't know because we have no figure. Like that, they are like so bored. That's what I'm saying. Like, like what time do they does just he try to do up? crazy and crazier things, or do you, or do they like become ideologues at some point? Because they're like, oh, I gotta achieve higher. Like I'm, I'm Maslow's triangle, and I'm trying to be that at the top level. Self achievement. Self achievement. But like, do they get to that point? Probably. Self actualization. I bet some people get to self actualization or try to. I mean, whatever that means. I mean, this is how I picture the Saudi. I've thought about this. This is how I picture the Saudi royal prince's day. Okay. Wakes up around eleven, because that would be nice. That way you get some day, but you don't have to. You don't have to wake up early. Nobody's telling you you have to wake up and get someplace at eight. Yeah, your warlords are taking care of everything. Yeah. Okay. Then ride a camel to. A feasting hall. Someone else dri- drives the camel, though. Yeah. You just sit on the back hump. And you could take a car, but you're choosing to take a camel. Yeah, you could drive all the BMW, BMWs you want. <laughs> but you choose to ride a camel because it's fancy. And it's like a camel that's been tamed for you. Yeah. And it's like... And you have a personal relationship with this camel. And they, like, put... His name's Chuck. It's, like, real silk on its back. And, like, they shampoo it every morning. And they, like... That's like a camel that somehow smells really good. Yeah, it smells amazing. <laughs> it's like it smells like diamonds. It smells like, <laughs> which means it smells like nothing. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you ride which would it be impressive feast. for a camel. And at this feast, <clears throat> there is all the meat that you want. There's lamb. Yeah. There is horse. <laughs> there is dog. <laughs> there is like well, you chicken. said all the meat you want, and you pick like horse and dog. I don't know that you know that they have horse in. Lamb, lamb's big. Yeah, lamb. Lamb is good though. Pork, lots of pork. pork. I don't. Do they eat pork? They're not allowed to eat pork. Okay, but not like, pork. But they, they are also the Saudi prince, so maybe okay. they eat pork. Maybe pork. Maybe it's like, wink, wink. Give me maybe some bacon. like the label says horse, but there's a little bit of pork. Yeah, like, and you just wink at the at the chef. Yeah, and the chef's family is being held hostage, and uh, you're naturally just, you let yeah because. And they can't let anybody know that they're doing that. Not that that would really matter. And one of the best dishes that you have is one of the chef's kids. And that was part of the contract. And that's just how it is. That's, we don't have to think about it. We don't, it. yeah. But, and you eat, the, you feast at like noon, right? And right. 
then you take a helicopter to go golfing. Right. But you're not golfing in like a golf course. You're golfing off of the top of a building onto the low people. <laughs> so, so you're just like golfing. It's like top golfing. You're like hitting people. Yes. Like, oh, look at that guy. But I'm not saying like it's a city where people are walking around. I'm talking about you lay down thousands of people <laughs> that are just laying down flat on their backs. And you're just letting them get hit. And all their families are being held hostage by the warlords. And then after a quick golf run, you go for second feast. <laughs> second feast is a little bit fancier. You go to like this nice air, like restaurant, but you own it. It's at your, it's in your compound. Do, do you think at the restaurant, it's like they fill it with people <clears throat> who are like, it's like you're all going the concubines. To, it's like, oh, so it's like all of the tables are filled with like all of your concubines. Yeah. And then we'll skip an hour and you can fill in the blank. What happens then? And an hour. Yeah. Does he, need, he probably doesn't take that long. No, he takes an hour. <laughs> He takes an hour. There are many concubines. <laughs> there are 18,000 18, concubines and prostitutes. That's just how it is. Then all your he blesses each one of his children. I bless you. Which you have to think you. that with that many concubines <clears throat> and prostitutes, he has a lot of children. Yeah, he, he only does the first five, then he gets tired. And he's like, the rest <laughs> of you shall not be blessed. And he just does like quick ones. I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. And then, and then he just goes, I bless you, infinity. And he just points down the line. Then he goes to a press meeting where he gives money to charity. But the charity is something dumb like PETA or something. Or like somehow the, the charity like funnels back into his yeah. bank account. Somehow. It's like the Saudi Royal Family Foundation. <laughs> I'm donating the Saudi Royal Family Foundation because we do so much good work. <laughs> and like that's really the money that goes to like uh, the warlords to capture the families for the golf game or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's what I think about in the day. What do you think? That seems reasonable. And I'd have to say he probably would have like a feast or two in the evening and at night because he wakes up at 11, so he might not go to bed till like 1. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, that's just maybe they eat dinner at 1. True. <clears throat> but does he have a woman that he actually loves or no? Hmm. That's the tough part. I don't know. I, I, I feel like the way that the men and women interact over there is so different. I don't even know like what that. That's why I thought mean. No. That's why I said concubines. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like I feel like I, I don't even I don't yeah I just don't know culturally I'm not sure what that looks like. I'm not sure that they have the Western romantic kind of view of relationship. Now I hope I don't get assassinated because of that. Yeah. We'll see. Some insider information. Well, not insider information. Who would you like to be assassinated by? Oh, somebody cool. I wouldn't even be assassinated by somebody who's like mentally insane. You would or like, wouldn't? Would not. Why? Because that would just be someone who is like, they didn't like have a purpose in doing it. They were just like. Like the Joker? What if yeah. you were assassinated I guess the by thing the is that's not really fair to say because the Joker had, like people have reasons. It's just like their reasons are like not like all set in reality <coughs> if they're mentally insane. How do you want to die? How how do I want to die? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Quickly. <laughs> that's the that's the. Are the you easy are answer. you afraid of suffering? No, I don't know. It'll it'll be. I mean, you have to do whatever. Just think. What's the I mean, first thing? Whatever you think happens. Of, how do you want to die? I don't want to drown. I can think of how I don't want to die. I don't want to drown. Don't want to burn alive. Drowning would be awful. Okay. Drowning because you have to sit there for so long. Sit and, or be falling down, or however you're drowning, 
because you like, can't breathe and you can't do anything and your body's like naturally fighting against it, it just sounds so terrible. you would just drowning sounds boring to you no drowning because you'd have to sit so long <laughs> i guess that's kind of what it sounded like but i think it, i wouldn't be sitting i would be fighting and it's not even like i would want to fight it's just that's what your body does like it's re- responding that way and that would be so difficult would you get bored of burning burning might not be as bad but i might get bored of that yeah i think the thing that's good about burning (laughs) is there might be a point where like you don't feel as much pain because like because you're dead (laughs) (laughs) well would your your pain would your nerves kind of get shot i mean you might die before that happens i don't know this is how i'm gonna die okay zach (laughs) actually knows i had no plan for how to answer that question well i asked the question so i knew i want to be skinned first of all this is step one skinned with a razor blade like a gillette razor blade. that's like blade. the this is like the step-by-step worst way to die a rusty gillette rusty and then i want them to pour salt on me <laughs> so now you're burning all your wounds are and then push fire. me into a bathtub full of acid <laughs> so now battery acid now, now you're slowly being like burned up by the acid and an oxidation reduction reaction will occur <laughs> and my bones will be just floating or they'll sink but that's how i want to die it'll be slow that that sounds like you're not emphasizing the quickness of this death no because so so like why because that one makes the news well yeah okay okay so it's so an attention thing and it will go down as the one of the worst deaths ever yeah well why do you think well what, at TikTok. what point are you going to be so so first of all who do you envision this group of people that's doing this to you being the saudis the saudis <laughs> all after this back. and then and then no secondly, probably al-qaeda secondly how are you going to get notoriety in order f- is it just like I, it's a u.s citizen this happened to him or is it like exactly well the famous no i have guinness there again oh so you're trying to get a record for most painful yes death. Most painful death. As, are the Saudis going to call and be like, hey, we're about to do the most painful death? No, I just have the Guinness. I say, you have to come, but you have to dress like Saudi. So then they think. <laughs> and then they take off their robes and like, oh, we're Guinness World Records. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would probably say, no, I'd probably f- put a camera in there and then say, hey, go check, write a letter before I die. Right. Or have my lawyer. They, they could at, If they were going to do that to you, they could at least give you that. Right. You'd think. No, they wouldn't. That's the thing they wouldn't. Well, then we could give them the award for administering the most excruciating death. Yeah, then then they would get credit. Yeah, they'd probably like that. So maybe, but that's yeah, that's how I pictured it. Just for the headlines, probably. And because like, if you think about it, like, you're in excruciating pain. Then it's, you're just not. True. At some point, you get relief. So I'm just thinking about that. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to drown or burn. Those are typical. Well, I said those I didn't want to do. I know. So I don't know what I want exactly. You want to die in your sleep? I mean, that's what everyone wants. Exactly. That's it's so It's cliche. boring. No headlines. Guy dies in his sleep. Yeah. Nothing. I would prefer or that or to be like tortured by someone I love. Just like... <laughs> That would make the headlines. Like, my mom. (laughs) Just like, my mom mom just kills me. That would make the headlines. No, that sounds morbidly crazy, but, like, that's another headline worthy. Yeah. It just sounds like Zach, it just sounds like you want attention. (laughs) When I die, yeah. 
it's like the the reverse of the people who assassinate people. It's just like you want to get attention through your death. You don't want to have you don't want to be the one who's like doing the thing. No, if you want attention, you're, you have the moral high ground then. Yeah, or if you want to, but I can't enjoy the attention, so it's not that selfish. But if you want attention, what's your last words? That's that's attention. Oh, last words. Oh, fly you fools. It would be like. Uh, I can't even. I I want to think of something that's like so clever. It's like so. You can't think smart. of it on the spot. No, you have to like plan it to be like this is the way I have to die, uh, or, or something so like ex- insanely stupid. <laughs> like come 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 here come here come here just come go here. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> and then just die. <laughs> I can't even do the noise. It's just something like a fart it. noise. Yeah, you gotta use your tongue. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, come here, grandson. I have something to tell you. <laughs> You're thinking of your right, deathbed. Right, right, right here. <laughs> <laughs> I would have so many mixed emotions <laughs> if my grandpa did that to me. <laughs> I would be so confused. <laughs> like, grandpa, I have something important to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Or or it would be kind of funny to like have them come there and like you you could actually like say words but you're like you're just like purposely like saying nonsense so they think that like you're trying to say something but you can't oh. say it but you actually like are just like you're actually just not saying anything uh, it's like oh come here come here oh like gibberish so you're saying gibberish so they're gonna think oh he's dying. He's, then you say he's trying to say something important like this, but like you actually know, I'm just saying gibberish. <laughs> the money, it's it's under the uh, the, the oak tree. <laughs> yeah, you can be like, I have a lot of this Bitcoin, <laughs> uh, it's a hard drive. It's in the uh, uh, oh, pff, or I have another family. <laughs> <laughs> That was a Nazi. <laughs> just says something random. That would be kind of the worst if you like waited to. I have like, killed ten confess, people. <laughs> like all of your the bad things that you've done to your family, like till your deathbed. I told you what my great grandma's on on her deathbed said. I don't think you. We thought our whole lives that she was like Cherokee Indian, but she's from India, and she purposefully told us Cherokee. So she's Indian. Yeah, and then she on her deathbed was like, I'm actually from India. <laughs> We're like, why would you? Because she put all this Cherokee Indian stuff in her house. <laughs> no, it was That's weird. bizarre. It was weird. And and she's very dark. She's like almost almost African-American dark. This was your great-grandma? Yeah. So like you got none of that. I wasn't there. She died No, no, before. I'm saying like genetically. I got, no, I got India in me. Well, yes, you do, but like you didn't get any of it visibly. Like Oh, no. You're like ginger and like you have blue eyes. Yeah, no, Indian pale skin. Yeah, Indians. But you Indian. are you do have Indian blood. That's yeah. interesting, but not Cherokee Indian. I guess like not India. The but we thought because she was like she was like make her go in tanning beds and make herself like red. Like interesting. Yeah. Sounds like there's a lot going on there. Yeah, it was like a Michael Jackson type of thing. <laughs> That's interesting. That the, the paths people can take in their lives. Yeah, I just wonder like, I don't know like. If I wanted to be Asian, like, what do I do? Could I get plastic surgery? I mean, there would probably be somebody who would do that for the right price. 
Is that the doctor that I should be? A, a racial reconstruction surgeon? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be the most controversial doctor, <laughs> then yes. Either that or the doctor on my 600-pound life. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite doctor. <laughs> Is he the one who goes in and tells them, like, you got to lose weight. You are too fat. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I said can't. you need to eat less junk food, but you only eat junk food. <laughs> he gets so much BS. Everybody just lies to him. He's you, like, you are lying. <laughs> you go all through medical school, and then your job is to just tell people. The TLC like, doctor. You got. You got to be healthier. <laughs> you got to make better decisions. Like, there's nothing you can actually do. Like, you can't give them a drug. Yeah, you're not it's helping. It's all no just like, like I can tell you medically that if you eat junk food, it will be bad for your health. That's all I can do for you. <laughs> I ran some tests. You are fat. <laughs> I ran some tests. <laughs> All right, here's the bill. <laughs> I ran some tests. You're morbidly obese. Your BMI is off the charts. <laughs> I would love to be that kind of doctor. <clears throat> That'd be so easy. Your bill is $900. You need to eat I less brownies. <laughs> plan, plan of care. Drink water. <laughs> eat less brownies. Drink water. Eat vegetables. Stop eating your I grandfather's so, wasn't ashes. It, I keep feel like I keep referencing Tim Dillon stuff because he was the one who was talking about the one that like lost a bunch of weight because she had like surgery. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I can't remember. So now she can't be on my 600-pound life. She's oh, yeah. Sad. They were mad at her. Yeah. Yeah, that, she got like death threats because she lost weight because yeah. this fat activism stuff is going way yeah. too far. Yeah. Lizzo. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Lizzo. She's like her music is subpar. Okay, it's not even a birdie or an eagle. It's just par. And I don't think that she is necessarily everyone's dream girl. Let's just say that. So I don't like it when she's putting herself above everyone else in any situation and acting like she's the victim in every situation. I'm sure she gets a lot of hate mail from mean people. But then there's also a solution to just not read emails or like. True. I mean, uh, it's especially hard when it's famous people because they like make the active decision to like stay being famous. Any famous person could decide, I don't like this. I'm not going to be famous anymore. Yeah. You literally could because people would forget about you. That's the thing. You yeah. can have a huge ego and think that, oh, people will always it remember did me. Did not work they for will Jeffrey not. Epstein. If you, if, you or know, Harvey it didn't, didn't work for either of those people. But, like, if you just stop working and, like, don't do anything, people will forget about you a hundred percent. And they might be like, oh, remember that one person? Like, every once in a while. But, like, most of the time they will just forget about you because it only matters what you're doing right now until you have, like, enough of a record of things that are successful that, like, people look back do you and remember like, Lil, you're an all-time great, do you which remember Lizzo, that will never be the case. Lil Huddy? Yes. What or happened, Lil Pump? What happened to him? Lil Pump. Remember you know, Lil to, Pump? What happened to them? They are still making music, but nobody listens to it. Okay. I didn't know if, like, they just don't. I think I saw Lil Pump made an album that was, like, a rock album. But it's not, like, exactly like his music. He's just, like, screaming, and it's there's, like, guitars as the beat. So it's, like, not really that good either. Mm. But, like, Lil Huddy was, like, I mean, that was a phase where people were, like, all into, like, was rap that TikTok? rappers who are. It might have been early days of TikTok. Rappers are, like, they're, like, they're, it's hard to tell whether they're even conscious. Like, they just look like this. They had, uh, like, tattoos on their face. Oh, I mean, that was what Lil Huddy looked like. Yeah. What was Remember Lil Xan? Yeah. Do you... I like... Um, oh, Lil Huddy. I'm, see, uh, Lil Huddy's the guy from I TikTok. Would, he's the guy from TikTok. I was thinking of Lil Xan, but, like, same... 
I mean, I don't know what's going on. Will Huddy, he didn't have as much staying power. Who was the guy that got the the jewel on his forehead? Oh, shoot. I don't know. Wasn't it Kid something? Was Kid, that Uzi Vert? Little Uzi Vert? Yeah, wasn't it? He had a diamond on his. Look it up. I think it was him. I think he implanted, like, the vision. A diamond or some kind of jewel. Uh, maybe. It's a diamond, yeah. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, he he's like the How vision. long has he had this? Oh, years. I but it he got it removed like this last year or the year before. Surgically embedded into his forehead. The diamond cost $24 million. <laughs> that is insane. $24 million diamond and it's on his forehead. forehead? It's like the vision. There's no way that was a good financial decision. That's the mind stone. He said he he got it in 2017, and he he had He's been paying for it ever since. And he had planted it in his forehead because he was afraid he would lose it. <laughs> hey, artists are very creative. They make decisions, and their thinking is above ours. So sometimes it's good to just support. Yeah, his diamond was ripped out during one of his fan meetups or concerts. Or $24 something. million dollar diamond. Yeah, that's a lot of money, I know. It's one of the largest. Yeah, they yanked it from his head, I remember. I didn't know you didn't know. I thought you liked Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> Lil Uzi Vert claims that his I mean, insurance. I like some of Lil Uzi Vert's music, but it's like, I don't know. I think it's cool. I mean, it's cool. I He's just, like a superhero. I just can't believe like I knew who this person was, and I had no idea that like he had a diamond in his forehead. Yeah, like, one of the best diamonds in the world. Yeah. He was the most valuable person ever. I mean, yeah, he literally made m- money like part of him. Yeah. I mean, what a what an expression. I mean, when I mean a lot of like rap at least of the style he sang or he like came up in. I don't know that he still like sings about it as much anymore, but it's just about like he's just having a lot of money. Like there's a whole thing like being successful, having a lot of money. It's like self-referential. It's like you're just rapping about like Oh, I have a lot of money and I have like, I'm successful. I mean, people start rapping about that before they're actually successful. It's like, you're like True. speaking it into existence because you got to believe that you can have a lot of money. Kanye is a billionaire, right? Yeah. But Kanye wasn't, he was rapping about like dropping out of college and like, okay. until he got famous and then he started rapping about what rappers stuff. are billionaires. Jay-Z. Yeah. Kanye. That's I think it? it's that. Uh, maybe, Kendrick maybe Lamar? Drake. No, because he, see, Kanye and Jay Z. Kanye got into fashion. Jay Z yeah. got into rep- record labels. Right, easy. So I don't. I don't think uh, Kanye might have a record label, but he is not as much. Doesn't seem as much of a business person. He sees himself more as like a a poet, I believe, like an artist, a true artist. I, I think that's why he's sort of elevated. Hmm. Like Kanye is sort of the rare, and again, he's sort of he's sort of gone downhill. It's sad, but it's true. He has. You can't defend him, um, but but um, he sort of like had the transcendent. He was at the transcendent level, which may have been ultimately what was his downfall. Was that like he transcended too high? <laughs> he touched the no, sun. No, and he realized like, or I don't know what I don't know what he realized. He might not have realized anything, but nobody can actually transcend. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think he was transcendent, but not self-actualized. <laughs> 
I don't. I think he was transcendent, as in like he just didn't. He thought he was like in Nirvana. When I say transcendent, I don't know that it's like I actually believe that he was transcendent. It's that like that's how people would. People were elevating him. People around him. Everybody was elevating to that status. So then he believed that. No, he believed it too. Actually, he might have been the person who believed it the most. Yeah. Out of anyone. Um. So so like. Well, like, that's what, I mean, that's what artists, the dream is that you transcend. I mean, that's what Beethoven, like, it's like they were trying to reach this level of, like, transcendence. That's, like, uh, it's not really, de- you can't really describe it because you just know it when you hear it kind of thing. That's, and like, then the it's Supreme all based Court's on definition like, of pornography. Really? You know it when you see it? Is that what they actually said? I think so. That's what people say. might be false. Interesting. But... That's not what I'm referencing. How many rappers died in the last month? Let's just look it up. <laughs> they, I mean, they often do. Okay, so. Dr. Dre. Okay. Dr. Dre has, well, supposedly Kanye only has 500 million right now. Yeah, right. He is way more. But he lost a lot of money, I think, with some of the Adidas stuff. Because a lot of it's based on net worth. Diddy has a billion. Who is Diddy? I P- should, P. Diddy. P. Diddy. Again, he has to be in, like, record labels or something. Some of these people are like before my time, you know. Sean C- Love Combs, Puff Daddy, P Diddy, or Diddy? Yeah, he's a record executive. That's Let's where see. all the money is. David Jolisuiar, A.K.A. Gangsta Boo. Oh, those are the only three rappers that died this year. Well, that were notable. I'm sure there's some who are like. I mean, what makes you a rapper? Like, it. I don't think just if you're a the best ex- musicians who don't exist in real life. What is that? Let's see. Gorilla. Oh well, that's sort of yeah. They they exist. They're gonna in, say dead maw. They exist in real life. They're just Doctor Teeth in the Electric Mayhem. Daisy Jones in the Six. Death Clock. Spinal Tap. Okay, yeah, that's the movie. Power Line. These are like the most obscure. Josie and the Pussycats. The Chipmunks, the Archie. <laughs> okay, this is this is going downhill fast. Hatsune Miku. <laughs> Do you know her? No, I don't. I don't either. You know, Hundred Gex made a new album. Does that even uh, mean anything to you? It does not. They're they're like hyper pop. <clears throat> You've told me about them. I'll have to play you some after. Can't wait. They're <laughs> like one of those bands that like I like to like because other people think they're annoying, so that makes it fun to like them. Of course, that's why you should like things. Let's see. Actors that died in 2023. Bobby Caldwell. Joey Pepitone. Bud Grant. Robert Blake. Gary Rossingson. Tom Sizemore. Terry Holland. Richard Belzer. Do you know any of those? What famous person died? David Crosby. Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yeah, Raquel Welch. Yeah, I heard some of these. Did Betty White die this year or last year? Let me look that up. You know, Ben, I used to tell people that when Betty White dies, I die. I used to, like, say that. Yeah, she died a year ago. So it was December 31st, 2021. She was in The Golden Girls, The Proposal, Hot in Cleveland, Mary Tyler Moore Show. 
Oh, she was amazing. I miss her. What's Fire Painter? Oh, the Purdue fans are mad because their coach Matt Painter is Oh, lost. Fire Painter. Yeah, they want to fire <laughs> they want to fire him. His name is Matt Painter. Okay. Uh they probably won't, but that's what they want. Yeah, as Purdue has lost in the first round as a number one <laughs> the seed. to a 16 seed for that's only the second time in history. I actually that had that happening. Wait, seriously? In my bracket, yep. Really? Yeah, I had like three number one seeds losing. Well, so you got one of them. <clears throat> yeah, but I'm not. The other gonna, one, the other ones didn't happen. I'm not gonna get the rest. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if you pick enough, it it might. I happen. had Purdue losing just because you like Purdue. It's probably smart. They're <clears throat> traditionally not that good in the tournament. Sadly. I mean, it's not for me. It wasn't smart. It was just random. Yeah. And I have. <laughs> do you want to know who I have winning? Who? Well, have say No, they're not in the tournament. UCLA. <laughs> UCLA. Yeah. They might win. Yeah, they're, still <laughs> they're like a number four. No, there are two. Oh, there are two. Yeah. So okay, they might see, win. I don't even know. Who do you have winning? Purdue. Purdue. But like that's <laughs> that biased. was a terrible. Pick. Do you have like a real? Was, no, you that don't was, do a it real. It was one? biased. Because they were a one seed, so I was like, they legitimately could have a chance at winning. Yeah, but you don't. But if they can't even beat a 16 seed, like, obviously they weren't going to win. It was biased, but I only pick one bracket because it's, like, no fun to do more than one. It's probably the last time I'll do that. I was going to try to pick a 16 seed to win. <laughs> so then I could win a million dollars if I won. That would be fun. Anyway, any more thoughts about uh, National Treasure um, from our discussion? Let's see. Let's see what some of the critics have to say. Um, directed by John Turtletob. What do you think of Nick Cage's performance? Um, yeah. He was Nick Cage. No, yeah. I don't know. It's It really is tough. People say, is he good? Is he bad? It really Have you ever watched Adaptation? He's good. He's good in that. But that's also because I feel like it's to some degree like... Ironic. You have to know how to use him. It's not like he can just show up and do anything you have to be able to use him for what his strengths are which might be true of any actor but some <laughs> actors might just have a little bit more range than he has stella papa michael said this movie couldn't be more stale if it had been dug up by archaeologists that's all right no it's okay Yikes. i think we've said enough on it because i think it like it, the, it really imagine an adventure national treasure like a conspiracy there's a bad guy trying to get the money that's the movie so. yeah there's not much to say as a, a, a critic and really, you can, like, we every conversation we had on this episode had a tie-in to National Treasure that we specifically thought about beforehand. And so why don't you go back and try to listen through and make those tie-ins for yourself and be like, oh, wow, they're really smart, but but they didn't directly address it. They went for a more ambiguous route. And then you can be like, wow, they're amazing podcasters. So that's just what I would challenge you as a listener to do. We did have a lot of rhetoric today. I'm definitely using that <laughs> word wrong. Magic Mike's Last Dance. Oh, are we going to watch that movie? We should. I haven't seen the other ones. Uh, when I went to Destin last week, there was a movie theater, and the two movies that were playing in the theater that were listed were Magic Mike and Sausage Party. Oh, my God. <laughs> 16-year-old boys running that theater. Yeah, well, they, it girl. was the week that uh, like a bunch of 18- to 22-year-old college students oh, who were going to be drinking a lot. Not us. We, we I didn't do any drinking, just so the viewer knows, but... But a lot of other college students down there. That is so great. Yeah, that makes me better than you, by the way. That's what I want. Okay. All right, well, hopefully we'll be back to somewhat, we say regular, but somewhat at least more consistent schedule. Let it, yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yep. 
as we always do. Mm-hmm. But hopefully you enjoyed this episode. If you have any thoughts, email us at themoviewaltpod at gmail.com. DM us at, at themoviewaltpod or on Twitter at moviewaltpod, I think. Um, if you want to be on the show, you can email us. We'll probably, we could arrange it depending on who you are. There's an application. Maybe. I don't know. But we are planning to have some cool guests on in the future. So look forward to that. Have a nice rest of your day. Mm-hmm. See ya. I'm closing the vault. Oh yeah. Boom 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 boom.